0: I'm Paul Wagner. Join me as I dig deep into the mysterious case of the Potomac River Rapist. Listen to Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's award-winning American Nightmare podcast series, available now wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Students in one local school system. Riding Metro Silver Line to Dulles Airport is not yet possible for most of us, but NBC4 transportation reporter Adam Tuss got to do it. We'll hear from him at 910. Asian markets down. And it's 9 o'clock on WTOP as we watch playoff baseball
2: tonight. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance.
3: I'm Jennifer Kuyper in Chicago. Angela Lansbury won several Tony Awards, one of them for Sweeney Todd. These are probably the worst past. The 96-year-old actress has died, film critic and historian Leonard Maltin. Her
4: career kind of floated for a while in the 1950s because the studio system was crumbling and there wasn't uh, a lot of work. She reinvented herself on broadway
3: appearing in musicals including mame and gypsy and later on tv's murder she wrote nasa says the dart spacecraft that crashed into a small harmless asteroid two weeks ago has succeeded in shifting the space rocks orbit cbs news space consultant bill harwood
1: based on continuous observations by ground and space-based telescopes and radars dart actually shortened dimorphous orbit around the larger asteroid by about 32 minutes that's three times more than scientists were expecting so all in all, it proves it might well indeed be possible to one day nudge a threatening asteroid off course before it could impact
3: Earth. President Biden speaks with Ukraine's president and G-7 leaders after a second day of Russian missiles fired across Ukraine. CBS's Nancy Cordes.
5: After meeting virtually with Ukraine's president, President Biden and the other G-7 leaders issued a lengthy statement filled with warnings for Vladimir Putin. They said any use of chemical, biological, or nuclear weapons by Russia would be met with severe consequences.
0: I think he thought he was going to be welcome with open arms, that this was, this has been the, the home of mother Russia and, and they were, he was going to be welcomed, and I, I think he just totally miscalculated it.
3: The Department of Justice urges the Supreme Court to reject former President Trump's request in an emergency appeal to let a special master review the roughly 100 documents marked classified that were seized during an FBI search of Mar-a-Lago. A A Florida jury will begin considering tomorrow whether Parkland school shooter Nicholas Cruz should be sentenced to life in prison or the death penalty. CBS's Christian Benavides. The
0: judge prepared the jury to begin deliberations Wednesday.
5: Anything that can possibly connect to the Internet
0: you cannot bring it. Jurors were told to come with suitcases. They'll be sequestered if they don't reach a decision on the first day.
3: A now former San Antonio, Texas police officer has been charged in last week's shooting of a teenager who was eating a hamburger in his parked car. James Brennan is charged with two counts of aggravated assault by a peace officer in the October 2nd shooting of 17-year-old Eric Cantu. A family attorney says Cantu remains hospitalized in critical condition. This is CBS News.
0: Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance so you only pay for what you need.
1: Visit libertymutual.com to learn more.
6: It's 903 on Tuesday evening, October 11th of 2022. It's 62 down to the 40s in the suburbs, low 50s close to DC. I'M MICHELLE BASH. THE TOP LOCAL STORIES WE'RE FOLLOWING THIS HOUR. IN BALTIMORE, THE WORLD-FAMOUS CASE Involving a man convicted of murder more than two decades ago has been dismissed. We're talking about the saga of Adnan Sayed, featured in season one of the popular podcast Serial back in 2014. WTOP's Melissa Howell begins our team coverage. 41-year-old Adnan Sayed has spent more than two decades behind bars. Today, Baltimore City State's Attorney Marilyn Mosby announced plans to exonerate Syed for the murder of Heyman Lee back in 1999. She says the decision was made after a second round of DNA a testing excluded Syed. I
5: personally reached out to the victim's attorney to inform Ms. Lee's family of the DNA findings and my decision to dismiss the case.
6: The focus now bringing whoever is responsible for her death to justice.
5: Equally heartbreaking is the pain and the sacrifice, the trauma that has been imposed not just on that family but Adnan and his family.
6: Melissa Howell, WTOP
2: News. I'm Mike Marillo.
5: He is... Elated.
2: Assistant Maryland public defender Erica Suter is Adnan Syed's attorney. She says he's experiencing a lot of emotions with the news.
3: There have been so many ups and downs over the past 23 years, so he is really just taking it all in.
2: She says his immediate plans are to spend time with his family and finish his college education. As for the family of Heyman Lee, who he was accused of killing, Suter says their condolences are with the family.
3: Their entire world has been upended, and that is unfortunately very common when you're dealing with wrongful convictions. They've had a belief about who was responsible for for this crime for all of these years.
2: Her hope now, she says, is that the family will get in her words real answers in the investigation. Mike Marillo, WTOP News.
6: The teen curfew worked in Prince George's County, contributing to a drop in crime over the past month. So now, county leaders say that curfew won't end just yet.
4: Calling it a success, Prince George's County Executive Angela Alsobrook
3: says that I will be extending the curfew for the remainder of this year.
4: A few drew warnings over the initial 30-day period, but nobody was ever fined. And Also Alsobrook says the curfew helps parents and the community re-engage with kids and keep them out of trouble. Police Chief Malakazi
7: says the stats back it up. During the curfew hours, our uh, overall crime dropped 20 percent. Violent crime dropped 38 percent. Carjackings dropped 59 percent.
4: But they also say it's too early to directly attribute the curfew for that reduction.
3: Our village worked together to make it happen. And to remind everybody never ever to bet against a Prince Georgian.
4: In Largo, John Dome and WTOP News. A
6: Spotsylvania County School Board member wants an investigation into adults cyberbullying students on social media. There was a long talk about this issue at a school board meeting last night. In a community Facebook page, a video was posted showing Spotsylvania students protesting Governor Glenn Youngkin's rollback of transgender student rights. Commenters lashed out at the students, one suggesting parents should get their belts out, another claiming the students in the video will become broke, homeless, and drug addicted. The Department of Education does not watch over adults on social media, and one Spotsylvania board member said the board shouldn't either. The board voted unanimously to denounce the recent cyberbullying and it plans a formal proclamation next month. Coming up after traffic and weather, an early look at what it's like to ride
5: Metro's Silver Line to Dulles. It's 907. Now more than ever, managing strategic, cyber, operational, and financial risks in your supply chain is critical to protecting your projects and programs, as well as U.S. national security. Using advanced machine learning capabilities, Blue Voyant Supply Chain Command detects and remediates cyber threats, identifies foreign influence into contractors, as well as new or unknown vendors, delivers comprehensive industrial based reporting, and provides real time vendor reliability monitoring that reduces acquisition risk. Illuminate your supply chain risks today. Learn more at bluevoyant.com.
0: What do you have for us today, Charlotte?
5: Charlotte is the little sister of the Tooth Fairy. Charlotte is the Junk Fairy. If you have stuff in your shed that you haven't used in the past 12 months, yes, you're not storing stuff. You've got junk.
2: Turn your storage shed
5: into a shed that you can use again. Give yourself some space to maneuver. Call
2: 1-800
5: Got Junk. We make junk disappear. All you have to do is point. Call 1-800-GOT-JUNK
0: or visit one 800 got thompson creek designs builds and installs replacement windows without the middleman markup you get high quality windows at an affordable price direct from our local factory take advantage of our biggest sale of the year with 25 percent off all windows and doors for a limited time plus special financing options call 855-57 creek that's 855-57 creek before this offer is gone Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off a train cleaning today
6: and weather on the 8th to the traffic center and Bob Immler And Frederick eastbound
1: on 70 after 270 the truck crash remains still unloading the cargo from the truck still on its side and getting by single file at the right there and 270 northbound had a crash of 118 on the left side. I believe they got that out of the road now. 95 in the Baltimore-Washington Parkway are good to go. In fact, the Beltway is clear all the way around both in Maryland and in Virginia. Eastbound or yeah, westbound 50 in Chevrolet the crash remains after 202 before Kenilworth Avenue and southbound on 5, Matterwoman Town Road, traffic is still being diverted at uh, the first intersection with Renner Road because of a long-standing crash in Waldorf. Things are generally good to go on 50 out to the Bay Bridge, northbound 210, get by single file to the left after Kirby Road toward the Beltway. In Virginia, it is a work zone now set up. Westbound on 66 past the Fairfax County Parkway, very slow, getting into Centerville as you get by the work zone, single file to the right. On three ninety five and ninety five pace is pretty good should
6: find the travel lanes open. Bob Millerler, wtLP traffic. Now, Mike Steneford with your forecast.
4: Another gorgeous night across the region. Fair skies and pleasantly cool. Lows will range from the 40 suburbs to lower 50s in the district. We'll turn partly sunny on Wednesday, but we'll stay mild as we get to a high in the low to mid-70s. Some morning showers on Thursday. We'll get a brief break. Then watch out for a risk of thunderstorms in the afternoon. Rain could be heavy times. Substorms could be strong. Breezy with a high near 70. Partly cloudy, breezy, a bit cooler on Friday. Highs mid to upper 60s. Partly cloudy and pleasant on Saturday. Highs will be in the low to mid-70s. I'm Storm Team for a meteorologist, Mike Stinniford.
6: 62 now at Tyson's Corner, the same in Crofton and at L'Enfant Plaza. Lows tonight in the 40s in the suburbs, low 50s near D.C. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. It's 9:10. You can't do it just yet, but pretty soon we will all be able to ride a Silver Line Metro train to Dulles Airport. Adam Tuss, transportation reporter with our news partners at NBC4, recently made that trip riding in the same rail car as Metro leaders. And Dimitri asked him, as corny as it may sound, Did he get a little emotional as the train pulled up and he saw Dulles Airport, the terminal, out the train window?
2: Yeah, you know, Dimitri, it was moving, and that isn't corny, especially for a transportation nerd. You know, I was there when the decision was made to bring Metro to Dulles International Airport, to continue it into Loudoun County, which it will do. There'll be two more stops after the airport stop that go into Loudoun County. And after all these years, after all the construction delays, after everything that this project has been through, uh, to see it talked about, voted on, funded, get to this point and then to be one of the first people yeah, to pull up to that iconic airport terminal, taking a look out the metro train and then stepping off on the platform. Quite frankly, there are some of these transportation projects that you don't know if you're ever going to see them come to completion. So yeah, this was moving that I don't think that's corny at all. I think for me it was it was pretty amazing. And then also just to take a look at the platform itself, the airport station about how it's going to be for passengers. Yeah, certainly super cool for me
1: all right for those of us who are always running late you know how much time is it going to take once you get off the train to get to the ticket counter
2: Yeah, well, this is one of the biggest questions that I get about the configuration of the Silver Line and its relation to the airport terminal there at Dulles. Those who have followed this project closely will remember there was a decision to actually take the station away from the terminal and move it uh, you know, over on the other side of the parking bowl, over by the parking garages at Dulles International Airport. They did that as a serious cost-cutting measure. It saved hundreds of millions of dollars just for that simple alignment to move the train away from the the main terminal a lot of people criticized it but there are some people who will say well look if we didn't make that cost-cutting move then the silver line itself might not have ever come to completion so that's kind of how they figured it out on that end but from a perspective of a traveler who needs to get from the metro platform over to the main terminal you're going to get off the train go down a set of escalators stairs or elevators uh, and then there's a moving underground walkway that will take you to the main terminal should take about five to six minutes that's if you're not walking on the moving walkway, so it could be uh, even quicker than that. But depending on if you have kids, if you have baggage, it could be a little bit of a hike, but better than not having the train to the airport at all.
1: Adam, the Metro GM has not announced an opening date for this part of the Silver Line. Are there any estimates? Could we, for example, be able to ride
2: Metro to Dulles for Thanksgiving? Well, Dimitri, when it comes to transportation projects, it is a tricky thing to do to put any sort of date or timeline on when something is going to open. But I would say it's looking very likely that you'll be able to take the silver line out to Dallas International Airport by Thanksgiving. Some of the sources that we've been talking to had always hinted at a Halloween timeframe opening could be around the 31st, could be the first week of November. But as I talked to the Metro General Manager the other day, I said, you know, realistically, where are we? He says we're in the days and the weeks away from opening, not the months and years. So that should give you an indication. And he's also talking about a ribbon cutting and opening the line. So they're definitely in the final stages. As a matter of fact, to use a football analogy, uh, the Metro General Manager told us he's in the red zone when it comes to announcing an opening date for the Silver Line.
6: NBC4 transportation reporter and WTOP alum Adam Tuss. Once we learn the exact opening date, we will let you know. And coming up on WTOP, we'll give you the latest on the baseball playoffs, the Guardians and the Yankees tied up right now. We'll get the latest from Rob Woodfork. It's nine fourteen.
1: Are you interested in beginning or expanding on a career in the pipe fitting, pipe welding, or HVAC service industry? Are you interested in an opportunity to work full-time and learn both on the job and in the classroom? Are you interested in learning a trade that will allow you to earn six figures and have the best benefits in the industry? Are you interested in a career path that will set you up for life without experiencing any college debt? If you are interested in these things and you live in the D.C. area, the STEAMFITTER's UA Local 602 Apprenticeship Program is the best choice for you. Our apprenticeship program sets you up for a great life with job security, great wages, medical, and the absolute best retirement benefits there is. Applications will be accepted online beginning November 1st and ending November 30th. So don't waste any time. Get all the information related to the process by visiting 602training.org. That's 602training.org.
5: Sports at 15 and 45 powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Pink,
7: Red. And here he is, Rob Woodfork. Hey there. Game one in the Bronx between the Yankees and Guardians in the bottom of the fifth inning. We are tied one-all as these two teams traded solo homers in the third inning. And this is a pitcher's duel, unlike the other ALDS opener, where the Houston Astros erased a four-run eighth-inning deficit. They beat the Seattle Mariners 8-7. to seven. Jordan Alvarez driving in five of those runs, three on his walk-off homer to go down as the second player in postseason history to hit a walk-off homer with his team down to its last out. In the National League, the Phillies beat the Braves in Atlanta. They take the early series lead, and later this hour, the Dodgers host the rival Braves. Julio Urias taking the 9:37 first pitch for L.A. Back home, the Washington Commanders is getting ready for a trip to Chicago, but Ron Rivera had to mend some fences, apologizing for his... Quarterback comments yesterday to both the team and the media, but his current quarterback, Carson Wentz, was actually limited in practice today because of the throwing shoulder coach.
4: He came in yesterday morning, and so because he he said he was a little sore, we had to put it on the list. But he took all his reps today, and he was fine, so I don't expect it to be a problem.
7: And it certainly doesn't help that you're playing only four days after the loss to Tennessee, Carson. We'll say it is physically by far the hardest week of the season. It's not even close, in my opinion. You wake up Monday morning and you're like, "Holy crap, I got to play in three days," you know, and it's hard. It's hard on our bodies. It's hard on, on those things. And this our job This is what we do, and uh, we find a way to get out there Thursday night and hopefully uh, deliver. Diami Brown also limited. Uh, Logan Thomas did not practice at all. And up in Baltimore, the Ravens placed Marcus Williams on injured reserve with a dislocated wrist, so he's set to miss at least four weeks. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports.
6: The top stories we're following for you on WTOP. Russian forces unleashed a fresh barrage of missiles on Ukraine today, one day after strikes that killed at least 19 people. G7 leaders meeting today promised Ukraine would get help to fight Russia for as long as it takes. The Biden Justice Department is asking the U.S. Supreme Court to turn away an appeal in the Mar-a-Lago documents case. The filing is in response to the Trump legal team asking the justices to overturn a lower court ruling and allow a legal expert to review about 100 classified documents that the FBI seized from the former president's home. And Angela Lansbury has died. She kicked up her heels in the Broadway musicals Mame and Gypsy. Played a communist agent in the film The Manchurian Candidate and solved endless murders as crime novelist Jessica Fletcher in the long running TV series Murder She Wrote. Angela Lansbury was 96. Stay with WTOP for more on these stories in just minutes. It's 918. <laughs> Traffic and weather on the eighths in the traffic center. Bob Imler.
1: On 70 eastbound, the crash remains after uh, 270. You're getting by the truck crash, single file to the right. That's been there since about 4 o'clock this afternoon. So they're still cleaning that up. They're still unloading the truck, and then they have to upright it still. So that's going to be there a little while longer. 270 northbound at 118, did have a crash. Believe that is now out of the roadway. Traffic gets by without delay. And in Chevrolet, westbound on 50, after 202 and before Kenilworth Avenue, still working on the crash. Southbound traffic on uh, Route 5 on Matterwoman, on Leonardtown Road, I should say, and southbound past Renner Road. You do have the crash there. Southbound 5 is being diverted at Renner Road at the first intersection by this crash. Northbound traffic does get by. On 50 out to the Bay Bridge, are good to go. They are setting up a work zone westbound 50, though, getting past Cape St. Clair Road again tonight. That is along the right side of the roadway. And 210 northbound between Kirby Hill and the Beltway, single left lane is getting past roadwork. They're working on 66 now. Be alert on 66 West, approaching the Fairfax County Parkway, very slow into the work zone that extends out towards Centerville, getting by a single file to the right. But uh, have to be kind of careful there as uh, you do get over to the right and make sure that part of that right lane doesn't end because it kind of does at one point. And then um, you're back over to the left again. In any event, eastbound in Centerville after 29, headed toward Route 28, should be getting by their single file right. And 395 and 95 each without delay. Bob Emily, WTOP Traffic.
6: Now Storm Team 4's Mike Steneford.
4: Fair skies and pleasantly cool across the region again tonight. Look for lows in the 40 suburbs, lower 50s in the district. Some changes on Wednesday will turn partly sunny, but still fairly mild. Look for a high in the low to mid-70s. Some morning showers on Thursday. We'll get a break, but by afternoon, a risk of thunderstorms, rain heavy at times, and some storms could be on the strong side. Breezy, highs near 70. Partly cloudy, breezy, a bit cooler on Friday. Highs mid to upper 60s. Saturday, partly cloudy and pleasant. Highs low to mid 70s. I'm Storm Team Four a meteorologist by Stiniford.
6: 59 in Chantilly, 62 in Penn Quarter, 61 in Columbia. Lows in the 40s in the suburbs tonight. Low 50s near D.C. Brought to you by Len the Plumber, trusted same-day service seven days a week. Coming up here on WTOP, a lawsuit filed to try to stop new toll lanes from going
8: up in part of our area. 920. At Diamonds Direct, we're so proud of our value and our selection. But what's most important is our service to you. Our focus has never been to make a sale. It's always about making a friend for life, welcoming you to our family and taking care of you through all of life's journeys and celebrations. It's why we provide the most transparent education in our industry, helping you make the smartest purchase every time. It's why we offer free cleaning, free sizing, free maintenance for life with any purchase. It's why we're happy to buy your diamond back at a price that's 10% more than you paid us when you're ready to upgrade. It's why, in honor of Bosses Day this weekend, we're honoring you, our most important boss. Come join us this Friday and Saturday, and let us tell you again how much we appreciate you. Take advantage of our free services, and think about taking advantage of that 110% upgrade guarantee before the holiday rush. Diamonds Direct salutes you, our customer, and we thank you always for letting us be a part of your life's biggest moments.
6: 921.
8: Veterans, you may have earned a variety of VA benefits. Did you know VA can help you further your education and pursue professional training? The Home Loan Guarantee Program can help you buy, repair, or adapt a home. VA provides housing support if you find yourself homeless or at risk of homelessness. And don't forget world-class healthcare. Learn more about these and other VA benefits. Visit choose.va.gov. Oh, hello. When was the last time your health plan listened to your needs? I mean, really listen. Meet Optima Health, your new kind of friend. With Optima Health, Northern Virginians have easy access to services like our 24-7 nurse advice line and a dependable customer care team that's ready to help answer your questions. Go to OptimaHealth.com and meet your I'm All Ears friend. Offered by Optima Health Plan.
1: This is WTOP News.
6: 922. Police in the Turks and Caicos Islands have made an arrest in the shooting death of a Northern Virginia man killed while on vacation last week. Here's WTOP's Dick Juliano.
1: Kent Carter, vice president of the Arlington branch of the NAACP, was returning to his hotel from jet skiing when suspected gang members opened fire on his car.
8: The shooting incidents of last Sunday, the 2nd of October, remain very shocking.
1: Police Commissioner Trevor Botting says a man has been arrested and is being held in connection with the shooting.
8: In the last seven days an arrest has been made of a person of interest who remains in custody.
1: The Turks and Caicos Islands have been grappling with an increase in gun violence believed driven by drug gangs and turf wars. Carter had been in the islands celebrating his 40th birthday. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News.
6: Environmental groups are suing to stop the plan to add toll lanes to parts of the Beltway and I 270 in Montgomery County. The federal suit argues that the project is harmful, unnecessary, would increase air pollution, and cost drivers millions of dollars in new tolls. And the groups say the project still wouldn't address the region's traffic troubles. The suit also says the project would threaten two nationally significant historic sites. One is an African American cemetery in Cabin John. A lawsuit over the future of a removed Robert E. Lee monument in Charlottesville moves ahead. Here's WTOP's Acacia James.
5: Last year, the monument was removed and donated to the Jefferson School African American Heritage Center, which planned to melt it down and transform it into a piece of art. The Ratcliffe Foundation and the Trevilian Station Battlefield Foundation are suing the city to stop the center's plan. On Monday, a judge set a one-day non-jury trial for February 1st in the case. The Lee monument has been in an undisclosed location, and the judge also ruled that the Jefferson center must reveal to the plaintiff's lawyers where it is and any expert witnesses must be allowed to inspect it. Acacia James, WTOP News.
6: How many pre-K through fifth graders in D.C. are not caught up on their routine vaccinations? City leaders say 24 DC public school families refuse to comply with the requirements. More than a thousand families are either waiting for paperwork to be approved or have agreed to make their kids appointments to get their shots. DC council member Christina Henderson says the requirements are essential to keep schools safe. I hope that people are understanding like this, these efforts are not in vain. It literally is to protect our school community so that our kids can stay in school. Today was the deadline for elementary school students to be up to date on their vaccines. 925 Money News at 25 and 55 with Larry Kofsky.
0: This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. Is Amazon's Prime Day sequel a flop? THE RESEARCH FIRM CLOVER SAYS EARLY INDICATIONS ARE THAT SALES WERE ABOUT THE SAME AS ANY OTHER DAY. IT'S ANOTHER SIGN THAT RETAILERS ARE IN FOR A TOUGH HOLIDAY SEASON. WALT DISNEY IS DELAYING SEVERAL MAJOR FILMS INCLUDING A NEW AVENGERS MOVIE. AVENGERS SECRET WARS WILL NOW COME OUT IN MAY 2026, SIX MONTHS LATER THAN PLANNED. A NEW DEADPOOL FILM AND A FANTASTIC FOUR INSTALLMENT ALSO WERE PUSHED BACK. IT WAS ANOTHER DOWN DAY ON WALL STREET EVEN THOUGH THE DOW MANAGED A NARROW GAIN. Interest rate and economic worries continued to weigh on the market. The Dow Industrials climbed 36. The S&P dropped 24. The NASDAQ tumbled 116. Simon Property Group is expanding beyond shopping malls. It is agreed to buy 50% of the real estate investment firm Jamestown, known for products including Ghirardelli Square in San Francisco. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Larry Kofsky on WTOP.
6: Asian stocks are mixed. The Nikkei is up a fraction right now. Still ahead on WTOP, Ukraine's president asks G7 leaders for more aid
5: to fight Russia. That's coming up after traffic and weather, 926. Are you a working engineer ready to take the next step to further your career? Earn your master's in engineering from the University of Maryland. World-renowned faculty and state-of-the-art resources in a convenient part-time program with options for learning online or in person. Don't wait to unlock your career potential. Learn more at the University of Maryland's Graduate Engineering Open House on November 5th, rsvp at mage.und.edu slash open house. Sorcery. Romance. Melodrama.